the button is pressed. We, we're actually recording. We're now. recording. We're speaking into these microphones that we bought. Right. How do we end up here? <laughs> How did we end up here? Right. Welcome to Red Raw. Red Raw with Rob and Laura. Red Raw. Red Raw. Red Raw podcast with Rob Herfinan and Laura Manny. Rob Herfinan, five-time Olympic athlete. Yeah. Laura Manny, five-time Fesh Matthew <laughs> champion. <laughs> Which I think is a bit of a lie, actually. I don't think I won it five times. How many times did you win it? I definitely won all of the Irish, like, Irish language poems about three or four times, I'd say. Did you? Yeah, but there was nobody else in the competition. Ah, uh, no. I went there last year with my um, girls and I was blown away But they were doing, by the prep. But they were doing it in English. I was cheating. I was entering no, Irish poems. You still have to get up on the stage. Well, true, 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 true. So, um, really, I mean, we're opposites. We are. In lots of ways. But the same. But the same. <laughs> so, this is Red Raw, the podcast. We don't know what we're doing. Um... But we, we know we want to do it and we know that there's a big gaping hole in your lives now that we're not on air anymore. Yeah. So we started working together on Red FM. I had been on The Breakfast Show already. A former boss got on to me and he sent me like a cryptic message that he wanted to meet me for a coffee. Well, this is our origin story, so we're going to fill in all the blanks. I had been asked who did I think should replace Ray, who I had worked with, and we had come up with doughty cork man was was the description so i was like well there's only one doughty cork man that i know i'll get an altitude hint and i'll stay at home you know and uh, i'll train all day and i'll try and be a normal husband in the evening and you know so uh, i said um we get the tent so got the tent the plan was to sleep in it but marion wanted to join the mile high club and was in there after a, a night <laughs> I knew of you, obviously, from walking, but also because we had a WhatsApp group named after your Instagram, myself and my two friends. Because on Rob's Instagram before, he used to always say to his girls, do a cartwheel, (laughs) do a cartwheel. Uh, At the end of every story, he would say, do a cartwheel. So for a while, me and my friends, Laura and Jada, had a group called do a cartwheel. That's mad. So you were very much on my radar. Now, I had followed you on Instagram and you'd followed me back, but actually when I went back into it, you'd unfollowed me. I see, I feel fair so awkward that day. Yeah, nasty. there's no reason for it. Nasty. I just didn't know yeah. Well, I suppose fair enough. You know. So okay, so you were suggested, and then then I met him. I met him for the coffee, chatting away. Uh, obviously heard of him, but never met him personally. And then he kind of alluded to work on the radio, and I always remember my legs and my arms crossing, and I felt like uh, do you know Father Ted. <laughs> When he was chatting to your one who wrote the book. Good luck you know, with the book. Good luck with the book. <laughs> and I was all like going, oh, I can't believe, I can't believe this. Hello. We have to stop meeting like this. <laughs> Goodbye again. Good luck with the book. <laughs> so my head started going everywhere, but I was trying to play cool with it. Okay. So yeah, he, he asked me, would I like to do the breakfast show? Okay. And... So I went home and said it to Marion and she said, look, it'd be great. Yeah. And then I started doing the kind of trial shows with Kira. So you were doing trials. I wasn't in the picture at this point. We knew that you were floating around. I think I got onto you on Instagram. I was like, hey, what are you up to? Oh, yeah. Then <laughs> I followed you on Instagram. Yeah. And then when your first message was something along the lines of, uh, you, you seem demented today or something. And I was like, 
this is just a normal day. <laughs> normal day. <laughs> so like, I'm at home full of trepidation then. This fella now is an athlete. He's going to be walking. He's going to be trying to make me go to the gym. And I just want to be a pudgy little doat. I was in two minds about whether I'd stay with the show at all once Ray left. I had fallen into it with Ray and we had good crack. And then when it was gone, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Can I start again? I remember saying to Shane, my husband, I don't know about this fella at all. <laughs> it was very hard. It was very hard for him. So hard. Like I came in with Kira. It was weird. It was some of the weirdest Sundays. We used to go in there on a Sunday. Yeah. It was It was weird. Like really, really Sundays weird. How did you do without me? I say about four. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, good four. And then you were introduced was, a little bit I don't bit think like. I was ever meant to be in the mix. But, but you know, when you're in there with someone on your own, you've never met him. I told her my whole life story after about two weeks. Poured my heart out to her. Why didn't you just give her a copy of the book? <laughs> but, but I think it's because you're kind of going, I really want to do this and it has to work. Yeah. It has to work. Yeah. And then you came into the mix. I remember meeting you outside and being a little kind of like, hey, how are you, cuddle, blah, blah, But you were real. You weren't a real person to me. You were, you were wild. Oh, how do you mean? Like you were a wild energy, like. <laughs> and then you were oh, like, rude. you were a comedian. Let's welcome from of age now uh, where I feel like I'm going to pop a child out at any minute. Um, That's intimidating enough as it is. Whereas I think I was trying not to fangirl you because like even though I wasn't sporty I've always watched your walks and stuff. No I was I was fierce intimidated by you. Like, by me? Yeah but I think people are intimidated by comedians anyway because you're so quick and and then you have dopes who try to take on someone who's a comedian and they're stupid. Oh, I live my life in? in fear of people cracking jokes at me. I'm not going to find it funny. I don't care. <laughs> or yeah. they're like, you can have that one. I don't want it. I can write my own. Thank you very much. People are always, I do find people be trying to be extra funny around you. And I'm like, sure, I hate comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I much prefer to sit down and watch a big sad documentary. So that day... That day was weird. And it was weird for months and months. It was weird for months. Do you remember the day? So we had these, we had consultants that would kind of guide us. Do you remember the day when the consultants sat in on the, on the kind of test run? That was the weirdest experience of my life. weird. We just. It's hard enough to get to know someone though. Imagine getting to know someone. And then you're getting to know someone on mic and on air. And it's pure unnatural a dream scenario would have been to be able to go away for six months and like pretend we were doing the show every day but not actually have to do it then once we were actually on but then I couldn't do that then either couldn't you? it had to be real it had to be original now, when it was being pre-recorded none of it's natural like yeah it's a, it's a weird it's definitely a weird one and I remember I think the moment that I was like I was definitely I was definitely nervy about you I liked you. I did like you, but I was definitely a bit like, uh, who's this fella? A bit. But then I remember you turning around to me inside the meeting with the consultants, a very serious meeting. Everybody's chatting. And you just went, Laura, do you love your kids? (laughs) And at that moment, I was like, I can get on board with this, with this lad. I do, yeah. And you were like, I love my kids so much. I, I, didn't, <laughs> have, but I didn't have a clue what was going on for months. You have to think of the world that I came forward selling, back announcing, links. Like, Radio voice used to throw me completely. And then I'd, I'd have this kind of feeling that would envelop my body and kind of going, this is weird. She, they're all weird. This is weird. I'm not myself. This is, I don't like this place. But I really wanted it to work because I love yeah. the buzz of it. I remember the first show was your birthday. And I remember we ended up talking about chicken wings for, I'd say, the three hours. I know. And I remember you saying that you're, 
that your favourite chicken wings were suicidal and in my head all I could hear was the word suicidal and I'm like this fella is is roaring this down the microphone now and I remember just being like home for the first couple of weeks definitely I still didn't know I, but I knew that because we'd come out and you'd say outside red I don't know I don't know about Would this I? and I'd be like it's definitely me it has to be me it's me like it's I'm the problem but that went down for a while and then my I remember when my good friend died up yes, in Sligo yes yes I went yes. to Sligo yeah and I was up there for a week came off the radio and I came back and I said fuck this yeah fuck this feeling I don't care anymore if I'm going to be let go from this or I'm going to be left get fired I'm going as myself and I didn't care anymore after that not that I didn't care but I changed we had just been up at Ed Sheeran in Dublin which was weird 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 again delighted to get to go to a concert (laughs) but we were there at 5 o'clock Ed didn't come on till about 10 yeah at Ed Sheeran concert I was over I was over my friend Ray who died yeah. he was he was officiating at a at a competition in Dublin and I watched the Tyson Fury fight the night before and had a lash of drink and I was dying yeah. dying and I couldn't go up and talk to him because I was so hungover and I wanted to avoid people because everybody would have known me at an athletics event so I hid away at the corner watching the race I had to go from there leg it from there to come over we were interviewing Maisie Peters yeah that was weird weird and I met your man Peter Aiken loved you Peter Aiken was and then a I ro- felt normal he was a Rob Heffernan super fan because we were chatting about sport and I didn't feel normal at any point didn't during you? that adventure no yeah. because we were in a corporate box I'm not a concert goer I think I had a sense of I want them to think I'm crack I want Kieran and Rob to think I'm crack but I just by about 10 o'clock I'm like we were staying in the Crow Park Hotel across the way I would love nothing more now than to be over in my bedroom having a sandwich and having a bath so it was just a weird one and that all made it weird as well because we're meant to be clicking yeah the click isn't happening it's not happening yeah and I don't get why it's not happening but then when poor Ray did die and you came back you were different I was and freer I think Ups But it was very downs. intimidating Because you were brilliant This stuff On the radio as well And I think I <laughs> highlighted my Inadequacies was, And then I forgot How to read I did think You had a reading difficulty I did <laughs> because, But it was very unfair We were giving you All of the Like you were reading All of the stuff About prizes All of the competitions All of the stuff That you had to say oh, it was awful Laura. We were handing you Pages and pages Of A4 sheets But uh, <laughs> Turns out you're well able to I'm read. I'm well able to read. I can read. I was going around telling people that I thought maybe you were a little bit dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> I might be, though. Very nice. I could be, like. Can't read. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with not being able to read, but we were making you do an awful lot of it. So I think it took longer than we thought to stick. But then once it stuck... But it was we tough. In, yeah, we used to have consultants three days a week. You'd yeah. think you're after doing well and they'd go through everything. And I hate everything. feedback. I hate feedback. Yeah, you're listening back to your voice. No. What did you say here? And it was. And when, you, when it's new, for anybody starting anything new, imagine you're put out, you're put out in live on air yeah. for people to judge you. And you also have like texts coming in. And then you have dope sending in texts. Yeah, saying like... Fake, fake numbers. Yeah, saying I prefer the other fella or her voice goes through my head. Yeah. My favourite one is she thinks she's so funny. Well, obviously, I'm a comedian. <laughs> I hardly think I'm not funny. Do you know, that's like, that's the, oh, he thinks he's brilliant at walking. But there wasn't that many. There, but it but, doesn't matter because one is enough, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. looking back, it feels a bit like we were in a kind of a war zone together and that we've come out the other end a bit. It was just... It was the constant feedback 
the I, I, ju- I never felt secure in it I never felt like we're we're really on fire here now because radio you're driven by the scores and the JNLRs and yeah. it's if they're not going up which they did yeah. but then naturally with anyone I think with me if, you, if, if you're I think if you're genuine and you're not going in putting on a, you're, if you're faking it it takes a while to get to know someone it oh, takes months and yeah. months and months I think we were trying to be as genuine as possible but on breakfast radio I don't know how genuine you can be because you have to be riveted by the fact that, I don't know, Ed Sheeran is coming to Barky Cueve. Or you have to be really excited about Quarks of the FC. <laughs> and you know. <laughs> Which was my greatest skill. Yeah. There's certain things you have to deliver. And there's so little time. It's still, it was still good though. We oh, still yeah. had a laugh. A hundred percent. I wouldn't take it back. And I do think the show ultimately was quite good. It was hard. It was hard, yeah. It was hard, wasn't the, it? The mornings were hard. And I couldn't tell you then. Because you started day one. You said We don't talk I, about We don't talk about being tired Because this woman is unbelievable Her mind <laughs> Is She's so strong And you used to come in every day And I used to be I hate The mornings Do you? Oh Laura You did a very good job of covering I hate that up. the mornings Like I'd get up every morning And I'd go like, Really? Every single morning But your mantra was If you say you're tired. Where does the conversation go? Nowhere. But it's brilliant. Nowhere. It was. It can't go nowhere. So it was great. So I had to get up out of the bed in the morning, shattered getting up. But then you're up out of the bed and you have to go in in good form, which is good. It's yeah. good for everything. Because if you go in in bad form, you're going to drag everyone else down. So I, even though it was tough, that was good. But I could never tell you that I was right. Oh my God. I remember one or two days you said you're retired and I was like, okay, that's that date. <laughs> so, and I still do to a point, I still do believe that... There's nothing interesting said after the words, I'm tired. What are you going to say? Me too? I do believe that version of myself. There was days I was definitely tired, but I wouldn't express it. But you're, you're so vulnerable as well at the start when you're being critiqued. Oh, I When you're not an expert in that world and the consultants are there and they're critiquing you three times a week. It's really, really, really hard. My tummy used to be sore. It used to feel like a really big deal. Eventually, I had to kind of take myself aside and say, we're not doing brain surgery. We are doing happy breakfast radio. I know. Like, if you accidentally say something desperate, it's not the end of the world. But then, then or Jane and Laura started going up. They did. Up they, they did. went. And we, we were getting cocky. We left. We, it was the highest listenership mm-hmm. in five years. Yeah. And everything was good. Everything we were, was good. We got very... We I was definitely cocky. Co- I was we're coming co- back. We were I flying. Co- yeah. And came out of the studio one day then. <laughs> And the man, the man from England, the Englishman, who's working for the Germans, called me into the office and I was in making a coffee in the kitchen. And you says, will you ever go in there? And I goes, well, I'm making a coffee. Will you go in? He goes, he wants to talk to you. Did I say that? Yeah. You said, hurry up and go in. I was inside in the toilet texting Shane, going, the boss is down. He wants to talk to us all individually. Yeah. And I was like, probably grand I thought we were going to get a raise. Sorry. Can we also say it was my birthday? And we had, just done, we had just done cakey bits. Yeah. Every, we'd had happy birthday. It was a happy, happy day. And I'll never forget you going into a glass cube of an office mm. and me and Kira standing there watching your back and trying to figure out what was being said. And suddenly your whole back tensed up and your little hand kind of <laughs> flipped up in the air. And I was like, that can't be great. <laughs> so I did, went in and uh, I says, your man, the man, mm. we were chatting and... Um, he who shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've forgotten his name. He's that insignificant <laughs> to me anyway. He basically said that they were bringing back another presenter. And I go, all right, yeah. And then it kind of dawned, oh, for our show. Oh, yeah, because I had heard like, rumours oh. and assumed it was not going to be for our show. And I'm like, all right, yeah. 
And then I, oh, so I'm gone then, is it? Yeah. And then there was a pause. And then he said, look, it's nothing that you did. It's just that this guy's a bigger animal in this world and blah, blah. And he says, look. I says, it is what it is, boy. And then he says, but we're going to give you ownership of this. We're going to say, and this is what, I, I didn't mind being left go. It didn't bother me. Yeah. Because I know we made a success of it. And we went up and I went through all of that awkwardness. And for anyone starting anything new, like, push on. And, and we did. We, we were did. ourselves. 100%. We were, yeah. And, um, so that, did, that genuinely didn't bother me. He's like, all right, that's fine. Uh, that's his opinion. I've done. But then what really got my back up was when he said, but we're going to give you ownership of this, Rob. We're going to say that you have decided to walk away. Mm-hmm. And I'm there. I was born into flats and talker. Mm-hmm. Born into flats and talker. Went to five Olympics. Won an Olympic medal, a world title, European medal. Traveled the whole world. Like a real... My whole life would sig- signify like real resilience, not this fake stuff that people talk about. No, and I was like, going, no, scramble. People get left go and they move on with life and they have disappointments. So that drove me bananas, yeah. Laura. Yeah, I know. And it was like, uh, but kind of the way that it was worded that will give you ownership. So I came out. I'll going. never forget it. You came thundering towards me and Kira, <laughs> and you said, "I'm gone." I'm gone. <laughs> and then we stood into what I believe is the smallest kitchen in Ireland, yeah. uh, squashed into the kitchen, and you put your little finger into your mouth. You don't know that you do this, but when Rob is sat, he puts his in- <laughs> index finger into his mouth and kind of bites down on it. It's a soothing thing. I googled it's, it afterwards because oh, you said it to me. It's very devastating. I, I, that's the image, I think, that ultimately made me leave, um, was that little fingy in the mouth. So then I had to go in, and I, rem- I remember just being like, don't anyone cry now. Nobody's to cry. And so I went in and he wished me happy birthday. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I was just talking to Rob there. And he was like, oh, all right, all right, okay, grand. So... Oh, he told me not to tell you. But would you... Yeah. I never like, understood that. But that, that's, that, that annoyed me as well. It was all the, the dishonesty of stuff and concealing stuff. And it's like, you, you know, we can keep this between us. But were you like, meant to come in the next day then? As if oh, yeah, see, nothing been... like, yeah. And then I had to get a statement... I was going, we were going to uh, agree on a statement that we were going to put out before the next day because they wanted to announce this, the new guy coming mm-hmm. in. So all of them can't be fair-shaped. None of that got to happen. <laughs> uh, so he said to me to go have my baby and we'd, we'd chat afterwards. I can't really remember what I said that day. I do think I remember saying that this, I thought, was stupid. Um, and I did express a desire to not be working with anyone different. Uh, and then, the next day, there was no Rob. I didn't turn up, yeah. Which is correct. I was I was gutted. Oh, I was. Yeah. Sure, like I was gutted. But if you listen back to any of our voice notes, I'm keeping it together for the first two minutes. And then I did. And I just like, I just think it's so... I was roaring crying. I couldn't... I spent the summer crying over it. I, I, I don't know with anything. Do you know what? In sport, or when you infest so much time and emotional energy into something then when it's pulled from you unexpectedly there's a massive sense of bereavement and yeah. that's what it felt like it did and and because I, there was no warning it was just gone and I can always remember walking to the shop and going this is weird that day look pity about me it's the closest to heartbroken I think I've ever been she obviously hasn't lived but I remember that night saying to Shane, I'm just going to go up to go to bed. And in my head, I was going up for a secret cry. So I went upstairs. Next thing, Shane comes pounding up the stairs. I thought I was crying quietly. He came up because he could hear me going, "Ah, ah." (laughs) 
and he was like, yeah, all right. I was like, I'm just so sad. Again, like that, because it was pulled out from under us it was out down. of nowhere. But outside that, the mornings were like, we could go in and we'd chat for hours. Yeah. We'd chat afterwards. There was outside of the radio. It was just... It, it was, was... I had a feeling as well, I think because I had been in a comedy troupe before Cahoots that ended, and it ended fine, but we didn't stay in amazing contact. I think I had a feeling that, like, this is the end of a lot like a of things. Yeah. This is an end of a lot of things. And it just wasn't part of the plan. So we had lots of sad voice notes. Thankfully, my uh, phone has subsequently been broken. And so I can't listen. Mind. Yeah, so we can't <laughs> listen back to them. But there was, I was wailing on some of them. I remember pulling into the Smiths by the airport and just being like, I'm sorry now for crying down the phone. Did you finish it? I was very upset as well. Very upset. It was a lot to take. And I didn't turn up. Correctly so. Uh, for a few, you? And then you had to go back in. I and we were, on and in Tuesday. fairness, like you never said it was. I, 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 where was my head? I'm trying to think. Like I, you had that. I had to, oh yeah. So I kind of by contract, they wanted me to work. You you have to work out your contract for three months. Yeah. But I was like, well, I'm not going in. Yeah. I'm not going in. And it was like anything else. Then like chatting to you, chatting to Marion, chatting to my manager. And ultimately it was like going, you know, you go back in on your terms yeah. and you finish it on the high, you know, just don't disappear. So I took the full week off and t- you, I'd speak to no one, only you. I don't think you came back until the, I think... It was the, if the it was Tuesday, the Monday, I, I didn't come back until the Tuesday week. Tuesday week is when, you, yeah, yeah, you were fired on the Monday and, sorry, not to make too fine of a point of that, but <laughs> <laughs> fired. Fired. You fired on the Monday and you didn't come back until the following Tuesday week. Yeah. Uh, you had that golf thing in the middle of it oh, all. Oh, I had to MC a gig for the OFI, the Olympic Federation of Ireland, up in the K Club. Yeah. Where I was golfing with your man, uh, Jordan Conroy, who was on Dancing with the Stars. He's in Rugby Sevens. Yes. Bear, a swimmer. And Barry Brilliant. Murphy. And Barry, your buddy Barry Murphy, and you came up there then as well. That my was comedian, a, a my comedian ground. friend. Well, that was on the Thursday, and it was on the Thursday that I decided to leave. So I remember sitting outside Alfie's play school, waiting to go in to collect him, and just having a moment of, I don't want to stay. And then, in fairness to you, you had never suggested it. No, I was, I was nervous because I did, I did say to you, I goes, Laura, look... It, regardless who you're going to be, I goes, you're brilliant, like, because you were the glue in the show. And I said that, my, my instincts day one were like going, why don't you just lead the show and I'll follow your lead? Like, you're, mm. you're brilliant, this is your world. No. And you gave out to me. Did I? Oh, yeah, you gave out to <laughs> me. You says, I'm telling you now, Rob Heffernan, <laughs> I have thought this true. I know what I'm doing. And you just basically, in a really nice way, told me, shut up. When? When I was leaving? When you decided that you were going to go. Yeah, because... And that it wasn't a, like, obviously you're very emotional. <laughs> but you are very intelligent. I so enjoy past Laura. I was so, <laughs> so aggressive and direct. I well, The thing for me was you never said to me, leave. Even though I'd say you were tempted to say it, but you never did. And you gave ah, but me... But I wanted everyone to leave. No. <laughs> so did so I. I, mean. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted people to take... Like I, when doctor, I told Dr. Khan Murphy because I got a note for being out oh, yeah, yeah. with stress. Yeah. And Dr. Khan gave it to me. <laughs> and Dr. Khan goes, Rob, what can we do? Can we take to the streets? And I was like, this is the reaction I want. A hundred percent. He says, Rob, like you're loved in Cork. And I, I, was, I was so happy he was saying that to me because Khan's a Cork legend. Like. But we had said this... He we, to pe- he wanted people to take to the streets. We had already told the, the boss that if you died, that um, Cork would stop for the day. <laughs> this, was where, this was before you were gone at all. I think maybe that was the, the final but nail But you know what, on the Cork thing, sorry, no, right? 
when they came in, the Germans and the English came in first, they made a statement. And it started going downhill from then when they, when they bought red and they said, we don't care about the Cork and Dublin rivalry. I feel like we had a look at each other at that point like, no, and we're like, this oh, is wrong. this is not going to go and well. I, I, like, I'm in a good position to know from travelling the whole world that we are different than Cork. A hundred percent. We and, are. Like, and local radio also is different. Yeah. Like, it's, not, it's different to commercial radio. Like, it is like, you want to hear the doughty local stories. Dude, we're, we're proud of our successful Cork people and they didn't get that. So, But then after chatting, they did... Cork is only a, a, a dot in yeah. the map of, of what they own. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you, you decided to leave. So I decided to leave and I, I was at peace with that decision. I, the minute I had it made, my mind was like, right, this is good now because I can, I can look myself in the eye and I can be happy with my decision. And no, like this notion of waiting for my maternity leave and then randomly rocking back up. Yeah, yeah and rocking back up to who? Like, as yeah. in, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to work with anyone else. So I was like, no, no, no. So made that decision. Anyone I spoke to about it as well was like, this is the, they were all waiting for me to make the decision. My mom was like, yes, thank yeah, God yeah, you finally yeah. came to it. So then... I told... We went rogue. Then we went rogue. And this is where things get hard for Laura because I think you thought I was some sort of rebellious soul. Oh, yeah. Laura is a good girl. My friend, Pa, fell in love with you, then. (laughs) She just... She said, you're his hero, like... like, Because it's not done. No, it is. But I... See... I'm I'm opening my Instagram here now. I'm going to have a look at the video. I remember you said you were going to make a statement on air. And I said, and do you want me to reference that I'm going as well? And you were like, well, if you want to. Now that, and so to you on the phone, I was blasé out going, yeah, brilliant. To Shane that night then, I'm like, oh my God, I got to say it on air. I don't, know, I don't know what to do. Yeah, okay, I will do it. Is it the right thing to, like panicked because I'm, I'm top of the class. I'm the good girl. She has her homework pa- done. Pa was in school. He said you are. He said you were the perfect student. A little A swat. student. A little swat as would I never step outside of the mark. people who think you're just demented with your wild hair yeah. you know, that you nearly had 600 points in your leaving I did so. your I sister did. teaches criminology in DCU does. she does my brother is estranged <laughs> <laughs> that's for another episode I came from a feral background <laughs> <laughs> but we did a bit, so we made an announcement yeah on air on air which was is apparently is never ever done in radio because no. they tell you what to do and everyone tows the party line and they go but it didn't sit well with my soul no. or your soul so we made an announcement at a time on was it the Thursday it was the Thursday because yeah. we were afraid if it got out that we'd have been pulled off air before yeah. we got to the Friday and you secretly recorded it I did and I didn't know you were recording it I did and it was one of the most genuine heartfelt videos ever we have some news Mm-hmm. Right, so as you know, I was off here last week. Um, it was a bit of a traumatic week, to yeah. be honest. So Red FM has been bought by new German owners and they want to take the show in a new direction. So I will no longer be on breakfast in a few months. But I had to gather my thoughts last week when I was told the news. I was absolutely devastated. Um, but that's life. Look, I went to five Olympics and I went through so many disappointments in sport. But I was, I was really devastated because... The journey, I think, that we've been on from the start has been, um, it's been incredible. And, and, you know, I'm a massively proud Cork man. And for me to be on the airwaves in Cork every day and connecting with Cork people, I, I genuinely loved it. And the show grew. We've the biggest listenership since 2019. Yeah. And it was also divine inspiration that I recorded it because I nearly didn't. Yeah. I was like, I'll just flick that on there. 
Uh, and we got to say what we wanted to so say. So we got to say what we wanted to say. Yeah, it was it. And it was like, it was a massive response. So the, yeah. the, the powers that be went mad. They were not pleased. They were not pleased. But there was very little they could do because they, they didn't have really somebody to cover us. But it was, they, we, they we couldn't do anything. We got a don't be bold again kind of message, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, and the lovely written, mm-hmm. structurally written corporate message. But then it was back in our terms then, which but, was but what But what we about wanted. all of the messages that we got and the people coming up to us in radio? Unreal. Saying like, you know... Like, basically how my friend Pa felt about you. Because you came in on the back of it. I was giving an announcement. Yeah. And you came live on air and you said that you were going as well. Like, like and that was a massive... <laughs> bomb. was like, and I'm leaving I got well. in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and no one knew. Nobody knew. I think we had... No, we had told Kira the day before. We just said to her, hang back. Don't get yourself in trouble. We were in a unique position that we could leave. But I swear to God, the sweat was dripping off me. We had to take the secret sound then afterwards. And the two of us out the back just being like, okay, that's that done. I genuinely thought that's it, we're gone. They, they yeah, won't let us back in gone. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got, we got to stay for another six weeks, did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it gives me a pain even thinking about it. Oh, yeah. But it was great. It was free. And then we, we had a laugh because we, we went back in and we didn't care. It was the best thing to happen in a way because we were totally freed up. I will always appreciate that you brought out that rebellious side to me because it is in there. Oh, yeah. I, but it's I'm in always everyone. afraid of the man. I'm yeah. of the man. Whereas this time I was so pissed off at the man that I was like, no, this is, this is how it's going to go. But the, but the big thing that came across was the fear, afraid that they're going to lose their job. I know. I know. And I seen it in there and I was like, oh, my God, this is no way to live. It should be an exciting thing to be bought by a new company, but it became clear very quickly that that is actually quite a traumatic thing for everyone because everybody was mm. living on edge then. Whereas once we took back control ourselves, I wasn't on edge anymore then. Oh, no, it was grand then. then it was it like, it's like you can't. Is, yeah, you're not our gonna terms tell me now. what to say or I'll be me. And Well, that was their mistake. I mean, saying to Rob Heffernan to not... To, to come out and say that he was going to leave of natural causes. <laughs> come on. I think they underestimated you, definitely. I could completely understand it as a business point of view. Then. Yeah. Like, just put in, have presenters, centralise everything. People want to be on radio. They love being on radio. Yeah. Uh, the money that you can save. It's a brilliant, brilliant business model. 100%. You know? It just, it doesn't take in the personalities and it doesn't take in the listeners. I don't think that's just radio. Want. I think that's everything, no? Yeah, it it's is, everything. unfortunately. And this is what really bugs me is what I would often consider to be quite bland personalities end up fronting television programs safe. of that. They're safe. They're safe. not going to go rogue. What about, though? When we, find, we leave that world behind, though. Yeah, but when okay. we have to leave, the list of... The list of, what was the word? We got a word document. We got it, yeah, of what we couldn't. couldn't. The last day we had decided was the end of July. We all agreed on that because we were off for the first two weeks of August anyway. Um, And I was going to work right up until the 15th of September. Like this business of my maternity leave was really pissing me off. I was really worried that people would think I'd left to have the baby. I'm like, no, no, no. I'd have nearly had a section on the Friday and come in the Monday. But we got a document. Yes. (laughs) Outlining so funny. how we should be on the last day, didn't we? Yeah. A word document. A word document. A document I'd say um, they've never had to previously draft. No. <laughs> With a load of terms and conditions. Mm, about what we could, could what say, we could reference. We, yeah. And we never signed an NDA or anything. We were just told to be on our best behaviour. Ah, but poor Carol was terrified for the last. She was. Terrified. And I, like, I mean... 
we would never ever have done anything no. to jeopardise her but she was on the high alert for pulling down the mic she was told to press she was, she was told to press the red button <laughs> clean off air if we said anything controversial <laughs> we had our last day we brought our kids in we did as I think Which, kind of an act of comfort for us but also defiance yeah because we had gotten this document telling us what we could and couldn't yeah, do. Yeah, and yeah. Like, well, so we, no. we just rocked the kids and yeah. and Alfie was having to crack in the studio. Didn't care Alfie that we were leaving there. <laughs> didn't care at all. Alfie couldn't care that we were all bawling. <laughs> and then my kids are laughing at Alfie and we're live on air. Yeah. I just, I think, I think everybody knows what I think of Rob. He's just such a kind, lovely family person and we'll miss hearing about my ma and my rigs and my towers and my con and my megs and my marina market <laughs> marina man but i know if we're ever stuck we can go down to the marina market and i just think that the world needs more nice kind open resilient men like rob and i miss everybody and thanks so much for listening and keep an eye on us on instagram didn't care uh, we were only allowed to mention it three times that we were leaving and we weren't men- we weren't left to mention the origin of the company, the company. or the incoming presenter or the incoming talent mm. where he came from mm-hmm. all of these little rules so we didn't we didn't but you did quote the great John Spillane <laughs> I suppose just to sign off in the great words of the great Cork musician yeah. John Spillane Chucky girl on time to be gone I'm moving on Up <laughs> <Off> the rebels <laughs> So I signed off. It was like in the great words of John Spillane, Chucky Gerlaw. <laughs> Ridiculous. And nobody picked up in it. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> It made me so happy. It was just all those little small things made me so happy that we just got to go on our own bloody terms. But I enjoy. Ultimately, I loved it though. Like Same. the crack we used to have out the back room. Like we used to go out the back room to for the secret sun callers and, <laughs> and the Instagram callers. And when we started getting comfortable, we were just like pretending we were different people. Please, please do. So there was a Red FM intern that Rob used to, who used to talk like this to the callers. Who's this? What's your name? Uh, this is the Red FM the HR department. Are you ringing for a secret sound? I am, I am, I am. Look, I'll put you on to Rob in a minute. Do you have anything you want to chat to Rob about? It was like getting some prep and someone to chat to Santa. And then we... <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you go back on and be pure normal as Rob like. The person used to actually come on thinking that they had talked to this random character. I was very, very fond of him. Yeah, we had great crack and I'd have gone on and on. I would have. You the best crack when you spoke the back room though. Yeah. <laughs> but none of that was on air. But you couldn't do any of that on air. On air like is la- so hard. Of the laughs, like in between links, the mad stuff that we would use chat about yeah. and then you'd have to play, you'd have to be then you'd have to do oh my god twirler I have to bring yeah, it out yeah. a mint version yeah yeah it's yeah and meanies meanies flavoured potatoes oh yes meanies oh, yes. flavoured potatoes <laughs> <laughs> I mean an overwhelming urge to say shove oh. up your hole all the time Dua Lipa who cares here's yeah. Dua Lipa she's got a new song couldn't give a shit but I'd have gone on and on would you have gone on another few uh, I would have out of stubbornness I'd, I'd never give up on something even though as tough as it was 
because I was still working as a youth advisor in the bank. Yeah. And I was in schools. I was coach. So I was going from the radio. I was coaching my lads in the morning, then doing the bank job. And then I was a Cork footballer at night time. I was shattered. Like, I look back at the, some of the photos and I, well, I don't want to, I'm not cross-eyed or anything, but I'd squint the eyes in the photos. It always looked a bit wonky in the photos. Loads <laughs> more wrinkles. This was why we had our fight. Yeah, we had a fight. We had a fight because I said something along the lines of, sure, you're so busy, you're never at home or something. Oh, yeah. And I hit a fucking nerve. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were pretty pissy for about a week, weren't we? I was sad. You were I was sad. sad. I was very sad. But yeah. we were still, like, voice noting and chatting away, but we yeah, were... Yeah, because I respect you, like, and I'd be nice, but I was sad. Eventually, that, like, then I said sorry in the kitchen, didn't I? No, what happened? I it did, was, I said sorry um, in the kitchen for being I, rowdy. You said, I was away, and you said something, and... You were always away or something. What a bitchy uh, thing to say. I was free, because I... I uh, I was soft enough I'd have to have the kids with me all the time even when I was training I'd have them on camp with me and for I a month that. and Marion hated it we'd have to have my family there it was around the time our JNLRs had dropped oh and the JNLRs they dropped they had gone down by our ratings had gone down only by a thousand or something by one and that's it's nothing and you were miserable and so I was like you're sitting there now fucking miserable but this is all off air yeah. you're sitting there fucking miserable now you want to cheer up it's not the end of the world I says, what having. are you on about I says, yeah, and I said, she says you were off yesterday and, she, and we were grand that's what you said did I yeah and you said grand to me yesterday, and then well, I kicked you. back at you yeah you said to me but sure you've been in bad form all of January yeah. and I'm like that is a low fuck blow because you know that I hate January like I hate January so much I really you were do saying, struggle yeah, with it yeah, yeah. so we had a big row a big I was row fucking, I was freaked I remember leaving free and then I couldn't chat I wouldn't have chatting to care about it yeah and then I didn't want to chat and I was like oh no this is I actually I wasn't freaked because I think it's a good sign of a friendship that you can oh, have I, a fight I can still feel it no it was very grim. <laughs> but we were still voice noting throughout. Yeah, but it, was it was with more nah, of a tone. Sure I, sure, I can put on an act of people. Like, sure <gasps> That's terrifying. Yeah. And I'd be, I'd be sending the voice notes trying to suss you out. Were you all right? Yeah, but then I'd know that and I'd counteract it by pretending I'm normal. But I was freaked. I get odd, like. I, I'd be odd. I know you like get Larry odd. would tell you that if we fight at home, we'd be odd and we, I wouldn't talk. But you're afraid we're married and could go on for a couple of weeks. Or could go on for a month. Whereas I'm the opposite. I don't get odd. I monologue for hours until it's over. Shane's ears would be ringing at the end of a big fight. If I didn't like you, it wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. I'd, it wouldn't yeah. bother me. It'd be grand. Same. But it, it was, was grim it? it was grim because I used to be able to fight with Ray as well me and Ray had a fair few fights but we kind of cleared them up quickly whereas this one went on a bit we were very stormy for a few days yeah, but you were pregnant you were only newly pregnant and everything oh, sure, like, I was gawking down the toilet you were getting sick every I morning was. I remember you were getting sick for months <laughs> that was very grim that was sick very grim months, in the midst yeah. of it all uh, but ultimately <laughs> looking back <laughs> laughing at me gawking Ultimately, what has it done for us is we wouldn't have met otherwise, I don't think. No. I'd loved it. It opened up a whole new world to me again. Yeah. You know? Um, I think the confidence that you get from coming out of your comfort zone, uh, and I've said this to you before, even how awkward the radio was at the start, and sticking with it and sticking with it, and you'll always come back to yourself. And it was no difference to Dancing with the Stars. I was saying, I remember the first few weeks in Dancing with Stars, Tommaso O'Leary was throwing Julie up over his head, and I was so nervous. We were doing a dance, a group dance, and all the boys, Tommaso was doing twists, they were all doing this, and I had to give Emily a, a hiddy back. Stop. Because I was so nervous. Sorry now, first of all, the fact that you're calling it a hiddy back is one thing. Yeah, but then I ended up like, you know, nearly winning the thing. So the same with radio, I think we, we still, Mastered it to uh, I think so. the end. I think so. I and think we, we, we were, did. Do you know? That's, that was the disappointing that we were left go. 
when we, I was fired you left yeah I mean just like to be you, very to be clear about that and it was wasn't fired. maternity leave <laughs> um, no but I think uh, I I wouldn't change it no I'm not even sure I'd change the ending no oh. we had a three year contract I probably would have liked to have done at least another year but obviously uh, that wasn't going to happen with the baby anyway but I think uh, yeah, I wouldn't change it. I'm glad that on that first day when I was like, I'm not sure about this fella at all. I'm glad that I stayed because I nearly left then. I, I wouldn't change any of it because no. you get getting to know. It's very hard when you get older as well. You, you, you don't make new friends really, do you? No. You're always in passing and you're putting on a front and you're being polite. And that was the and thing. And it's all, you know, I hey, you boy, hey, you boy, and I forget their names two seconds later. But you're, sorry, no, excuse me. You say <laughs> hi to fellas that aren't even saying hi to you. This is, you'd think Rob is really famous for being around with him. Because he gets. You have to salute people. No, you get your hi <laughs> Someone for... looks at you, how's it going? <laughs> you it's get not your... that I think that they know me. It's just like, how's it going? You're no, it's like, not. I'll say hello to him now. No, no, it's not. It's not. I think the biggest thing I was sad about was about the friendship I was like you make plenty of friends as you're yeah. older but loads of them you don't like you know mommy friends that I'd have met now through baby groups and stuff I'm like sure I hate everything you're saying that was the biggest fear that the radio be done and that we'd be done and it goes one way or the other and that yeah. you, you know you'd never chat to someone again and I was definitely feeling really needy about that I was uh, and you weren't I was no- for consoling me <laughs> Because I didn't, you don't know. I was like, do you know? Because, we'll you're, because be when, friends, you're living, we? when you're living in the moment, and you, that's the way you genuinely feel. Then you genuinely don't know until I, you most, go in a holiday, yeah. and you come back, and is it is it real or is it just a holiday kind of friendship? Or do you know? Yeah, so that's life. Isn't I remember it? saying to you, we'll, "We'll always still be friends," and I think your answer was something like, "Ah, yeah," and I'm like. <laughs> That is that is a short answer. Uh, that's because I was just I was confident enough. I just need a small bit more reassurance that we'll I'm still have my little body. Um, yeah, it was a weird time, but I'm glad we're through it. I'm glad we're through it as well. This my you fucking owe me a good birthday next year because you destroyed it. I didn't even put up a post, so I didn't even. I didn't even get your proper present. I really did your money to buy something for yourself. It was bad, and I remember doing. Oh, fuck it, that's whole hanging over me for weeks. That was she nice. thinks that I'm being stingy, not getting her something. I'm just busy. Don't Buy something there for yourself. That was yeah. nice. I felt like a kept woman. <laughs> Buy something nice for yourself. I often put up like an Instagram post on my own birthday in tribute I know, to you myself, I know. and I couldn't. I know. So I didn't get any of the nice comments. I might do it in a couple of months. I might do it in November. Get them to. <laughs> but then we're here now. It's we're better. here now. And we can say what we like. So yeah. what can we expect from our podcast? We don't fully know. All we know is that we're going to be our real selves. I think if you get to know people, people want to have, they want to trust someone. Yeah. They want to feel normal with yeah. who they are because we all are insecure about something. People want to have a laugh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This was the rocket science with everything. I think you could spend ages thinking of a very clever concept for a podcast and I don't want to listen to that. No. I just want to listen to two people who are real talking about stuff that applies to my everyday life. Mm. So I think that's what we'll be. We wouldn't rule out having guests, though, but they'd have to be shit hot. Oh, they'd have to be a bit of crack. Yeah. I'm not bringing on a guest for the sake of bringing on a no. guest. There needs to be a bit of crack in them. Needs to be a bit of crack in them. If you want to be a guest, you have to be crack. Go on, do the cash machine. <laughs> 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 Goodbye and God bless. Red Raw. Red Raw. With Rob and Laura.